All right, guys, welcome back in. We're doing two keeping the main thing the main things this week because uh, the main thing needs to be kept the main thing. Guys, we're talking about what's going on in the Middle East right now, the conflict between Israel and Hamas in the Gaza Strip. What are we looking at uh, through a biblical end? Uh, through a biblical lens, excuse me, uh, what are we seeing as far as biblical prophecy and the revelation? Does this represent end times? How concerned should we be? In the last section, uh, we talked about uh, the rebuilding of the third temple as a thing that has to happen uh, before the fullness of time has come. Uh, and that just catches you up. If you didn't watch it, go back and check out part one to this discussion. Other than that, I'm throwing it right over to you so we can jump right back in here we go boom the floor is yours pastor so uh to continue that idea why does that matter what's so big about the third temple well end of times is surrounding this issue that somebody's going to go into that temple and they're going to desecrate it with a sacrifice you see ever since the temple was destroyed israel has not had traditional sacrifices for the atonement of their sin. And so there has to be a place so that that could happen, a holy place. That's the temple. But once the temple's built, they need to reside having these sacrifices for the atonement of their sin. For that to happen, not only does there have to be a temple, but that means the priesthood has to be found and somebody has to train them. And there's all this sacred furniture. That's why I pointed out in the first one, there's a place called the Temple Institute, and they have already done all of this. It is in place right now. They have found the Levites, and they have instituted who the priesthood belongs to. As in like, to. A, like an Ancestry.com like, like right. type of thing? Like they've, they've identified their okay, they've identified their family history? Yeah, this isn't rabbis. These are priests which come from a specific family. They have to be of the tribe of Levi. And the high priest, they have to be from the lineage of Moses. And so Aaron specifically, I'm sorry, Aaron, the lineage of Aaron. And so these people have been found and they are being trained. And so then there's all of the things that go inside that uh, inside the temple. There is specific furniture. They have all of that done. They have been training. And in fact, three or four years ago, they built a movable mobile altar. It has been dedicated to the Lord and they have already started offering sacrifices on that altar. They're on YouTube. You can go and see them. They are doing it, and and there's a couple of fascinating things that have happened that aren't necessarily a part of prophecy, but from the standpoint of just just just, being, wow. Just for anybody out there right now that's getting that, like, things are now in motion that cannot be undone feeling, just understand that the dominoes have been falling for a long time. Well— quite literally since Adam screwed up and <laughs> sinned against <laughs> the Lord the, we were always marching toward the fullness of time. You can't, mm-hmm. that's part of the, what you talked about in the former segment, the sovereignty of God, when it's mm-hmm. the time, the time will happen. But I understand yeah. how the hairs on the back of your neck start standing up when you get that, like, Oh shoot, we really are getting close. 
Yeah. Yeah. Well, the one thing that a lot <laughs> Which of is why we're trying to tell even... you guys about this because I want you to hear the truth and I want you to understand what you're seeing. Yeah. One of the things that happened and we just celebrated 75 years of it, which means that it, it happened in a lot of probably our our uh, folks is um, uh, not in their lifetime uh, that that are you know, online watching us and so forth, because that's a younger generation. But 75 years ago, uh, well, let's say 80 to 100 years ago, people reading the Bible are going, oh, this stuff is so far out into the future because Israel isn't even a nation. nation. And, then and Israel has to become a nation. Well, 75 years ago, Israel did. And, and, and you said, well, what's the big deal about that? Well, un you got to understand that for a couple of hundred years, Israel was not a nation without a land. Mm -hmm. um, and that has only been within the last 75 years. So you talk about things getting pushed and now that there's a temple institute and they have rebuilt all the furniture and they have the traditional clothing of the priest and they, they're training, they've located the priest and they're training the priests. And, and by the way, I've watched them blow the silver trumpets for worship. Oh goodness. They need help. They're so not knowing and, and silver trumpets aren't the greatest resounding instruments anyway. Uh, you have to know how to play it to get a really great sound out of it. And, and they haven't been trained. So you have all that kind of stuff and you're going, well, oh my goodness, is, is it? And, and the possibility of relocating, we've just found within the past 10 years, they have just found where the foundations of King David's palace were. And you got to understand over 10 years ago, there was even the idea that King David never existed, but now we actually have him in the archaeological record. Somebody turned over a crumbled piece of cobblestone and on the backside of it, they found the writing by order of the house of David. And they're like, oh no, now his name is actually in the archaeological record. He really did exist. Yeah, he did. And... <laughs> And, and, but that was in question. Mm -hmm. And so, um, so you have all these things that are starting to come together, but understand we still don't have a temple built. So the things that you are watching that are happening today, are they the things that are specifically mentioned in the Bible? And I would have to say, no, not yet, but <laughs> yeah, nothing happens Thank to you. Israel that isn't a part of forming exactly the things where God's heart that is. are going to happen. And so it's the, when it's you the start middle to of see, the story. Yeah. So when you start to see the, all these things are going to come together in order to bring to form the things that we are going. So these are, here's your scripture. You ready? Yep. Birthing pains. Yep. To get us to where we're going. Yeah. For for example, uh, politically speaking, does the nation of Israel using this huge push in dealing with Hamas as a terrorist organization also not use the political capital that they're gaining from around the world to then start expelling other Arab peoples out of the nation of Israel because of their national security, thus giving them the opportunity to get their hands on the Temple Mount and then move forward with their plans. 
I don't know. I'm not saying that that's what they the would answer do. Is- what I'm saying is you it's you can see the dominoes start to fall. We are to the point where you can start to see the logical one, two, threes of let's, all this stuff. Okay, so let's put together another logical piece of the puzzle that is really coming into focus right now. So let's talk, uh, we got to talk geopolitical here just a little bit. Sure. And who has relationship with Hamas? Who has relationship with Hezbollah, yep. who has relationship at, that is of of just hatred of Israel. Who is that? That's this guy, right? Shah. Okay, Iran. Iran, or in the Bible, you would know it as the name. This is Persia. why I want to bring it in. It is Persia, and even and, and even Iranians will still to this day will call themselves Persians. Persians, they do. Yes, they in do. their own language, they do. In their own language. And so you, this is these these hatreds that are going towards Israel at that time are of biblical proportions. Oh, yeah. Those are oh, yeah. um, uh, they're mentioned in the prophecies. So now uh, back Israel never used to be a country. Now they are. It says that, you know. Uh, Persia is going to be one of their enemies that wants to wipe them off the face of the earth and and have their battles with them. So you still have Iran who call themselves Persian and they are putting up their proxies that are living literally still in the land that want to see Israel wiped out. And who is Israel now going to war with? Mm -hmm. So So Hamas in Palestine uh, and then Hezbollah in the north in, in Lebanon, Lebanon are both mm-hmm. Iranian-backed proxy militia groups. And so basically terrorist, they're extensions organizations. Of, yes. They're extensions of Persia. Yes. Absolutely. That are coming upon that. And they are also the Palestinian group that is in the West Bank. Mm-hmm. And that is still of Hamas relationship. Yes. And so they're having they are Israel is surrounded by their enemies. And that is a direct quote out of prophecy. So we got last 30 seconds. Here's what uh, I'm sure I, well, this is what I want to know and what I'm sure the question that those out there are going to have. So what? So you're saying, okay, based on what we read in revelation, based on what we see in scripture, there is no temple yet. So this isn't necessarily the end of times, but you're telling us, it's all setting up for us to get there and, and at a much more rapid pace than we've seen in, in even the past. So what do we do with this? What do we do with this information? Okay. There's one major thing um, that Jesus tells us. Uh, I do believe you, you'll find it in um, Matthew chapter 24. I believe it's in Revelation chapter 14. And we are told that as we go into these times, that evil will be so great that it will go over top of and conquer God's people. Mm-hmm. But Jesus said, but persevere through it. That means he's not going to rescue us out of it. That means he's not going to stop it. That, that means it was, it means that we have to go through it. If that's being the case, you better make sure that as this time starts and we go through it, 
that your heart is where it should be because there's going to be some really nasty things that are going to come up through this and there's going to be some severe human suffering and it's going to really test people's faith. And Jesus said, but you still have got to believe in me. And he who stays faithful through the end will be Saved. Absolutely. And I got that pulled up for you right here in my Bible gateway. This is Matthew 24, beginning in verse 12. And because lawlessness will be increased, the love of many will grow cold, but the one who endures to the end will be saved. Now that's so cool because you and I did not talk about what scripture you pulled up. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that was off the Isn't cuff. That, cool? <laughs> that was, but but that's that's the unity. So there's things I cannot tell you. There's things I do not know. Um, we're not supposed to meant to meant to be known because that is the called the issue of faith. Right. We have to believe and we have to trust in some things. However, God is helping us with our faith by totally removing some things. Archaeology, we are finding more and more of archaeology. I would like to turn you on to uh, a, a book. It's called Where Heaven Came Down. It's written by an archaeologist, and he goes out and he shows you where God literally touches the earth and the archaeological finds are still there, and he shows them to you. It is it is awesome. And let that encourage your faith. But he also gives us prophecy so that we get we can see it with our own eyes when these things come to pass, you know, and and it's there so that we can understand and see it and realize that Jesus was telling us the truth. So if all of that is true and all of that is coming about, then we need to pay attention to his words that says, endure, have faith in, in me to the end. So absolutely, turn it over to you. Take us out. Thanks, guys, for hanging out with us this week. Don't let the fires go out. We'll see you guys back here next week.